Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to the Solo Cleaning School. I'm so excited to have you here for another episode. Today on Boost My Post, we're going to talk about the potential of what can happen when you sow great seed into your community and the potential seeds, multiplied, duplicated seeds that can come back to you when you sow your knowledge into your community. This episode is a continuation of the last where I talked about don't be a hoarder, share your information. And I shared how that had led to opportunities for me to impact, to help those in need of cleaning knowledge, disinfecting knowledge in my community. So I considered it my obligation to do so. If there's something I know that can help save lives, just like a nurse, doctor on the front line, even though it might seem like it's, oh, it's only cleaning. Well, if you teach someone how to clean and disinfect properly, it could prevent them from getting the virus. And in that case, it's saving lives. Let's go. Let's pick up where we left off. So here we are, right in the center of a global pandemic, COVID-19. I'm literally doing whatever I can to serve my community in my expertise of cleaning. In part, it's the actual cleaning itself, deep cleaning, doing things that haven't been done in a while for offices that I service, or in other offices, maybe it's taking a short break and trying to provide information to help them while I'm away, or disinfection services in in between, or for the homes that I've been working with, they don't need me right now because they're just kind of waiting this whole thing out. Some of them are, some of them still are using me, and just making sure I stay in touch with them and serve them and make sure they're getting my latest information and cleaning tips. So these are all ways I'm serving my clients, but there's also some other things I've been doing this past week or two that have been significant. Now they've taken a lot of time, but the value and the future value of what this work is doing for for them and for me is really huge. So here's other ways I've been serving my clients. And then after I share these, I'll share some of the continuation of how I'm serving my community. So here we go. Start with the clients. There's a veterinary hospital that I've been cleaning for the past two years. Now it's been a 2,500 square foot hospital. It's taken a few hours to clean each week with my son, but they have been in the middle of a major expansion project to increase their hospital up to 7,000 square feet, which is basically tripling their hospital. So I have seen the potential as this building has been growing each week we're there, of this contract with this client doubling, tripling, being a lot bigger. And yes, to be selfish, it does get exciting. Wow, this could be so much more money. I can't wait. But really, it's not about me. I never have thought about business as it's about me. Instead, it's about how I can maximize the experience of my client and help my client reach their goals. As I've mentioned in a previous podcast, I met with one of the doctors of this vet hospital who happens to be one of the partners in the company. And we laid out a plan whereby I would not just be a cleaning service, but I would take a consulting role. I've been doing this for a long time. And she had expressed an interest in building out a plan for daily and weekly cleaning. 
Now, she wanted her staff to do the daily cleaning after each day's work, and she wanted the cleaning service to do the deep cleaning, disinfecting every single week, but she also expressed a desire to give one of her team members a little part-time income cleaning their hospital. So it was a collaborative effort, and I knew that we were going to have to find a balance, and the place that I knew we needed to start was to have a map. I thought if we had a map, and I explained this to her, that her name is Beth, I explained this to her, Beth, if we have a map of this new hospital, we can look room by room and figure out what makes the most sense. I can make recommendations and we can go back and forth between the staff and you and myself until we have a plan. She says, that sounds awesome, except we don't have a map, but we are working on one. I said, oh, well, what if I make the map for you? I'm a former engineer. I'm really good at spatial awareness and figuring out maps. And she says, that would be awesome. I said, I'm on it. It's done. And she was very happy with that answer. My next task was to make a video of the new building. And when I showed up for work with my son, I said, hold on, Kenny, let me get some video for the map project I have to do. He says, what map project? I said, you'll see. Got my camera and did about an eight minute walkthrough of the entire building, taking notes and speaking different distances and making estimates of how far things are. Did my best to figure out the square footage room by room on this video. And then I knew that that would be a tool to help me build the map. The next step, which in any other time frame of building my business would make no sense. Stay busy, stay busy, always work, always work, work as much as you can. That mindset, I believe, gets people in danger. When all you do is work, you don't have time to think and strategize and plan because what if you come up with something to do for work that's more profitable than the work you're currently doing? You need to stop and smell the flowers. Stop. Survey your environment. Stop. 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 Pause. Refresh. Hit the reset. Allow yourself to think. As a solo cleaner, I've been guilty of this way too many times. So here I knew I needed to invest some time into making this map, and I did. I went all in on this map. In fact, I spent an entire COVID-19 day at home in my pajamas from 7 in the morning with a breakfast break, a lunch break, and wrapped up probably around 3 o'clock in the afternoon looking at that 8-minute video and mapping three floors of a 7,500-square hospital. Now, is there a map available somewhere? Possibly if I spoke with the architects, I could get one. But I will tell you, I am sowing a seed. I was making a map, something that the vet didn't have. And even if they did have one from the architect, it was drawn by architects. It wasn't easy to read. Mine was bolded walls. You could see the doors clearly. Every room was labeled. I color-coded it. It was awesome. And when I emailed my first version of this map into Beth, she was ecstatic. In fact, when I was at the vet the next week, there it was hanging on the refrigerator. And it started a process of collaboration. Now, you can look at this a one of two ways. You spent a day of your life working on a map. You're supposed to be doing a cleaning business. Well, you could say I wasted a day. Or you can look at it this way. I am about to increase the contract of what I'm currently doing. The building has tripled. 
it's technically possible I could triple the amount of money that I get for this. But would they necessarily want to pay that much? I know that they have a budget. And what if they wanted to hire another company? Or what if they wanted to have more done in-house? There's too many variables. And so I wasn't thinking about any of that stuff. Let me just serve, become a consultant, and help them come up with a solution and offer my own company as part of the solution. And here's what I know is going to happen because I've seen this before and I've also gotten some good feedback from Beth. I believe this is going to add $5,000 a year just to this one client's contract for cleaning. So let me ask you this, Solo Cleaning School. Is a day's worth of drawing maps in your pajamas, drinking coffee at the kitchen table, is a day's worth of that worth $5,000 extra per year, year after year after year? Think about that. I've mentioned several times in this podcast my Believers in Business Networking Group, the BIB. I did a whole podcast, tips for my BIB group. Well, several of the members I've personally interacted with. I clean for Doug. I switched my car insurance over to Andrew. I'm going to buy some Mother's Day presents through my friend Pat, who does Mary Kay. So I'm supporting them. They're supporting me. It's beautiful. And we're not doing it because we feel obligated. We're doing because we're friends. We trust each other. That's what I love about the, the relationships and trust you can build in a no-pressure networking group. You don't have to have referrals. You do it when you want to because you really, really want to and trust that person. So I went to the next step, and of the people that I serve or they serve me, I left them Google reviews on, on their Google My Business profile. I didn't ask anything in return, but this is a way that while I had spare time, I could serve my clients and my local friends. So now let me turn the page over to the continuation of serving my community. I've already shared that my chamber invited me to be a host of a virtual Zoom workshop because a lot of these business owners, they've never worked from home. They don't know how to use the Zoom platform. And so our president, Stephen Hunsberger, he calls me like his technical guru, and I'm really not. I have a podcast, I do Zoom, I run business online, but that's not that big of a deal in today's climate. But he just thinks I'm like super techie. I'm like, okay, well, let me know what I can do to help, and I'm serving. So I helped him by hosting a Zoom meeting, and it went awesome. They had a second one, and they asked me to co-host again. And right off the bat, Stephen wants to introduce me, not only as the host, but the owner of Carfagno Cleaning and a member of our chamber. And he lets me do a little commercial. I said, Steve, I'm not here to promote myself. He says, go ahead, Ken, just share. I said, okay. And I would do a little 30-second commercial on what I do and how I can help people. And then I said, that's enough about me. Let's talk about virtual working from home and let's see how we can help you today. And it was a great meeting, some great feedback. So just being able to use my quote-unquote techie skills that Stephen thinks that I have and applying it to helping the chamber grow and have more reach while everyone's at home giving them comfort and giving them community and connection. Those three C's are vital for business owners that are stressed about their employees being home and if they're going to be able to build their business again and how things are ever going to go back to normal. These virtual workshops were so helpful to the members of the chamber. Another way that I was able to help my community was to reconnect with my buddy Dr. Mack at the Skip Back Pharmacy. Now, I have already shared with you that I've stopped in there a few times and he's now considering me his cleaning expert. He outsources all cleaning questions to me. 
He even shared that he puts my website and links to the videos that I've done on an email that goes out to all of his clients and just his Facebook page alone has got 2,000 plus and growing likes. The whole community loves this pharmacy because they can get stuff that's hard to get, disinfectants, PPE, the different, the, the thermometers and the ox sensors. He's got it. He's got it all. So I asked him, Dr. Mack, what can I do to serve more? He says, well, thanks for asking. Would you mind jumping back on the Skip Back Pharmacy page and answering some questions from your first couple videos? I said, sure. So I went and logged on Facebook, jumped on the Facebook page for Skip Back Pharmacy. And feel free to check this out, Skip Back Pharmacy, Pennsylvania. I found the videos that I had done. And sure enough, there was a couple questions in there. And I did my best to answer them. And I was about to return to work when I just happened to notice a number underneath one of the videos. 4,500 views of my video. I'm like, what? No way. And so further examination, I did some digging and I looked at his other videos and I noticed something. Dr. Mac is super smart. He puts content on his Facebook page and he invests money to boost it to go to specific demographics in the community so that they can find out what is offered at his pharmacy. It's brilliant, and it's drawing in more people. That's how his Facebook page has grown to 2,000-plus likes. But he doesn't boost every post. That's why I was so humbled when I realized that the video that I made promoting disinfectant, he boosted my post. I was like, what? He boosted my post. He invested, sure, he invested in his business, absolutely, to get more likes. But we're a collaboration, we're a partnership, we're helping each other. Just as my videos have helped him sell Clorox and different disinfectants that are in his store, he just boosted a post that had my business website, my name, video of me talking, great content from me, promoting me as his expert, to 4,500 people in my community. That kind of advertising would cost a fortune to create the same level that he did for me for free. I am extremely thankful. So thank you so much, Dr. Mack. You're a rock star. Keep doing what you're doing. But this is just another example of serving your community. Now check this out. From that boosted post, 4,500 views, as of now, I checked my MailChimp, I have five new people that have signed up for my newsletter. They were directed from the page and they went to my website, signed up for my newsletter, and a handful of others liked my Facebook page for my cleaning company. I mean, that's just awesome. So awesome. So, of course, the next practical step for me to do some follow-up, make sure the people that signed up for my newsletter got the newsletter, follow up with them, ask if they liked it. Thank them for joining. Also, the people that like my Facebook page, I friended them, sent them a private message, thanked them for liking my page, asked them if they had any questions on cleaning, serving anyone that I can serve. As we wrap up this episode, I just want you to see this. I started this two-part series on Don't Be a Hoarder and Now Boost My Post. I wanted you to see a full arc of making the decision to be a go-giver and to see what can come from it. And if you decide to become a go-giver like Bob Berg talks about, you can take a seed that you could either eat or plant, but
but you plant it. After you plant it, you take care of it, you nurture it, you water it, you tend it, you make sure it's fertilized. And by doing that, you stand a great chance to see that seed turn into a tree which produces fruit where each of those fruits have multiplied and duplicated seeds inside of them. And so what you've done is you've taken your one seed, you've sown it into the ground, it has produced something that could feed thousands of people, and yet there's still so many more seeds you can sow again. And this process can become a duplicatable process for earning you more business, sure, but increasing your influence in the community and helping so many people in the process. I chose to sow my seed. I hope you do too. All right, that wraps up the Solo Cleaning School for today. I really hope that you take the seeds given to you and you sow them. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.